finally, Berda Lee Ezrikinoi had brim in our sights. Of course, he had us in his sights as well. You know, best laid plans and all that. We had even left Nika, our heaviest hitter, behind to watch after me Uncle Dunk. So, we were gonna have to go in swinging and hope for the best. Enough suspense, though. Let's get to it. debt with the rowdy boys and I have come to collect ah yes I remember you from the lake survive the kraken but still so determined to die kraken you say I fought sea serpents blood ghosts dragons and giants and trust you me I did more than just survive you're nothing more than a future story to tell me, grandkids. You should not have come here, dwarf. The young girl from behind Brim looks out. Her blonde hair kind of falls. In the strange black and red light, some of her neck reflects almost like a, a reflection of scales. Hmm. But there's also a trail of blood that's kind of pooled at her collarbone from that same spot. Hallie! Lou? Stay put, child. Kaloon. Kaloon is going to start combat by... Is Brim holding anything? He has one hand on the young girl. His left hand is inside of his cloak. And the cloak on the back, by the way, has a large serpent's mouth with fangs and a flame inside of it. So he's in a wizard game. <laughs> this is the image on the sails of Brimship Leviathan. Okay, so I am going to activate my ring of jumping and I'm going to run forward as far as I can and jump while I'm in the air. I'm putting Gylik together and I spin it around my body and slash down at him. Nice, let's see it. If I don't hit him with this, then I'm not going to hit him ever. <laughs> Okay, so that is a 27 to hit. Yeah, that hits for sure. Go ahead and roll that damage. 21 points of damage total, eight of that being radiant. Yeah, you slice down into his, it's like across his chest, and you go for the opposite end, or you're, yeah, you're so, using the larger blade another time. Yeah, and what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to spin around, and even if I damage him less, I'm trying to just make him back away from the little girl. So. Nice. <gasps> oh, ho, ho, that is a crit. Oh, 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 oh,
Right? That's 20 points of damage total. Nice. My, my roll was a one, so I got a 10 plus I, one. I gave him a deck save to stand his ground because you're trying mm-hmm. to keep him away from the girl. He doesn't want that. He rolled a nat 20. Oh. <laughs> so he stands his ground, takes both hits. Fool. And we then go to Brim's turn. Guys, uh, it's been fun playing on yeah. Chasm Quest. Thank you all for being here on my <laughs> on my last day. Colin's out. I'll be taking over as the werewolf. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm swapping roles. Uh-huh. Just sock me in the throat. <laughs> like in real life. <laughs> yeah. No, just sock Lou in the throat, and then you can have his voice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right, he's going to make a melee spell attack. He takes the right hand off the girl and presses it against your chest as you are in melee range now. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. Well, maybe he presses it against my chest. Maybe I dodge. Doesn't sound like it. I doubt he's going to reach an arm class of 32, Taylor. <laughs> well, he might. Yeah, if I can make up spells, I can make up arm class. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is a 22 to hit. Yep, that'll do it. What happened to that 32 AC? Oh, I lied. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was a lie. No, it's actually 17. Oh. Okay, stop rolling. His hand slaps against your chest. He then summons necrotic energy from his right hand. You just watch as blackness overtakes the veins of his forearm and his hand and those tendrils leak from his fingertips into your chest, stealing the life away from you. His vampiric touch sucks 20 hit points from you. You then see that blackness reach back into his hand, and you see the wounds heal, almost sewn up with that black energy. And you now need to make a concentration check. So, the DC is 20. It's a natural one. Oh, so, yeah, definitely no. didn't make it. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. Uh, okay. Heads up, Nika. <laughs> She's probably just, like, waiting down there with, like, hands clasped on the bars, just staring in there, waiting for it to turn back. <laughs> yeah. At the end of Brim's turn, you do hear a massive roar from back behind you. <gasps> okay. We then go to Lou's turn. Lou sees Hallie and just starts to explode from his clothes. I'm hunched over and my shoulders are popping and I'm popping up and my claws are coming out. Hair is just covering my body as I reach hybrid form. And then I race forward and I just go for Hallie. When I get about five feet from Hallie, I reach out and I try to grab her clothes and like pull her whole body away from Brim. Perfect. Give me an athletics. Because he technically, he took his hand off of it. Yep. I helped. 25. He got a 19. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So basically, as his hand goes off of Kaloon's chest, those tendrils release and he makes a fist. Suddenly, you are racing as a werewolf Mm -hmm. up and you (laughs) grasp around her waist and pull her up to your side. He swipes at you, not with his right hand, but he takes out his left hand. There in place of his left hand, there is like a connector surrounding his hand. Mm -hmm. 
with the shadow fang blade sticking out from it looks like he took like an abyssal stone and buried the handle of it into this contraption whoa (laughs) so he releases this and swipes at you the mist narrowly missing your arm Uh, is that your full speed my full speed is 40 so you can only go five feet further back Mm -hmm. so you're you're now only five feet away from him. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, we then go to the orc's turn. One turns to the other and puts her cowl down. Bald head, greenish skin, piercings all along her ears. The other nods and continues the incantation, taking the ball of energy from her partner and continues forming this pulsing tear into another world. She then and transforms from her orcish state. Her face grows long. Huge tusks grow from her already orcish tusks. A animalistic nose and face, hair sprouting around the ears. This werebore stands now in front of your room. It is going to it is going to charge at Kaloon. See ya, buddy. <laughs> As it races toward you, it brings its tusks down, overgrown, her body now large and muscular, stripping the priestess cloak from her. She races and brings those tusks into your side. She got a 22 to hit. Bless. All right. Nine points of slashing damage. And because she charged you, I need you to make a strength saving throw. 16. Okay. You stand your ground. But the boar tusks, it rears up its head as it tears through your right side. Okay. Colin's getting visibly angry. Also, he hurts. Angry. (laughs) That is the end of that orc's turn. We then go to Berta. How far away is the other orc still doing the incantation from Ooh, where I'm at? That one is only 20 feet away from you. Okay. This is this is a, this is a moment for Berta because she's not overly fond of Brim either, but that seems like that situation's handled, so she has to, like, distance herself from what she wants to do and go attack this other lady. So I'm going to sprint up to the orcish lady doing the incantation and spin on my good leg and whack her with my peg leg. Let's see it. That is a 16 to hit. 16 hits. Oh, heck yeah. Nice. 15 points of damage. Dang. Dang. Wow. That's awesome. Whacking damage. Whack. And I gave her a strength saving throw. Mm -hmm. So Berta's spinning in the air and hitting her Mm -hmm. with the peg leg. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You just go straight for the tusks, similar make as the other orc, and, and... One of the tusks cracks. Blood gushes from her mouth (laughs) as she flies backwards. Nice. As you land, that chaotic ball of energy that she was maintaining from both of the priestesses Mm -hmm. is now free in the air, right? It starts kind of bouncing chaotically. The tear is still there. It's still being formed and pulsing. It has not ended, but that energy is searching in the air. We then... Uh, do you have more for your turn? I have like 
three more attacks. <laughs> You're going to still go for the orc? Uh, yeah, I've got nothing else going on. Absolutely. Um, she is prone on the ground. Okay, so I'm going to take another whack at her with my peg leg, and that is only a nine to hit. Take advantage because she's prone. That is quite a bit more. That's 18 plus 17. Yes. Roll that damage. 15 points of damage again. She is knocked unconscious. Cool. How Damn. Do you, how do you take her out? Um, I'm just going to, like, garret her with my leg. Just right down on the throat. Nice. Oh, man. Yeah, she <laughs> passes out for okay. sure. There's a weird snap somewhere, too, <laughs> and you're not sure if that was good or not. Delightful. And then at this point, how far away from me is the boar lady and Brim? They are now... 25 feet away from where you stand. So I could only get up within five feet of them because I only have movement of 40. Yeah, so you would a be... A dwarf with 40 movement speed? I'm a monk. Oh. That's the best, speedy. That's the best thing to be. <laughs> Some I big monk monks. energy over here. Um, oh, yeah. This is my first time playing a monk. I can't use Flurry of Blows to draw my gun. If, no. if you give me acrobatics, mm-hmm. since it's only five more feet, I will allow you to at least land to give a flanking position between the boar and Kalu. Okay. Ten. Acrobatics. Yeah, you... Wait, no, hang on. Oh, go ahead. It's not much better. It's 12. Yeah, looking for a 15 mm-hmm. to be able to, like, slide in behind. So you don't create that yet, mm-hmm. but you do get up there. Yeah. Right? I, use, I use the rest of my motion to get as close to them yeah, as I can. you're not enough of a presence mm-hmm. to justify that flanking. Yeah, for sure. Okay, we then go to Ezric. He lifts his hand up and aims for the werebore. As he raises his hand, you know, he's got... He's got all these necklaces and all these rings on, and they kind of flutter as he brings his hand up as a new energy comes from him. His hand glows a chaotic blue. Smell of salt and sea wind fills the room from his hand, and his clothes and his hair are all blowing in this strange, furious wind. As he says, I call upon you once more. Lundo, witch fay of the sea, grant me strength. And he sends three of these electric oh. bolts forward toward the werebore. Oh my god. Ooh. The werebore takes 16 points of damage as these three blasts hit to its side, one to its face, and one to its chest. Kind of has to correct itself. The smell of the salty sea remains on the werebore. Whoa. Nice. All right. He's going to then. With his hand still raised and that wind raising up around him, he is going to move forward about 15 feet, just kind of closing the distance between him and the fray. We go to Hallie's turn. Lou, you recognize her at your hip. She's very anxious. She's bothered by everything happening around her. She sees this were-creature attacking this person trying to help her. She leaps from your grasp. Oh, hey. Kal'un, the way that you watch this happen, suddenly her body in midair begins to transform and make an arc over you. She goes from a small young girl into this albino emperor snake. (laughs) Okay, and just so the listeners... Like the picture you're showing us, it has like frills like a cobra. Is exactly, that, yeah. It's okay. like a silver bluish toned cobra with yeah, like so frills. The picture is not exact. Uh, the albino would look more that like pale, stark white, mm-hmm. and the pink eyes and the yeah. reddishness around the eyes as the fangs open and closes over the werebore. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Salted pork. (laughs) (laughs) Ham. The werebore squeals from within the maw, the large fangs connecting almost to each other through its chest and through its back as the rest of this six-foot snake is writhing on top. Kowloon, you bring your arms up to protect yourself as the werebore falls and the snake begins to constrict around its prey. Nice. We then go back up to Kowloon. How close are people to Brim? Lou is five feet away, the werebore is ten feet away, and you are within melee range, directly next to him. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm in melee range. This boar was taken care of before I could even do anything about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm just like, okay, let's do this. And I uh, spin Gylock around and attack him again. Uh, 19. That hits. Nice. Uh, 19 points of damage total, six of that. Well, I guess you don't need to know if it's radiant or not, but 19 damage total. And then I will attack again. Oh, that's another nat 20. Oh! Oh, Your anger fuels your attack. So that is 25 points of damage this time. And I am going to back up, uh, disengage. And I think my ring of jumping allows me to jump back like 15 feet. And I'm going to try to just, like, jump on the other side of the boar. Nice. Hopefully it's dead body and just kind of, like, try to use that as whatever cover I can. But, well, it's not uh, dead. It's still writhing inside the mouth of this large cobra. Okay, I poke it with my stick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's still alive. Yeah. Okay, as a legendary action, as a reaction to that critical hit, Brim is starting to see both of the priestesses are down. Hallie is now transformed and out of his grasp. He's quickly losing control of the situation. Oh, buddy. His eyes glow with this fuchsia (gasps) anger, and his mouth opens. Fuchsia flames shoot out at you, Kal'un. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, Let me see. I might have... What's that dodge ability? It's called dodge. No. (laughs) No, the evasion. Evasion. I might have evasion. Dip or dive? I don't. All right, give me that dexterity saving throw. Kiss that beard goodbye. Great. That's a 13 total. Not enough. You were looking for 16. These pinkish, purplish flames erupt from his maw as you almost see fangs growing from his face as he opens his mouth making his face almost serpentine-like for a brief second as this fire emits towards you. You then take 27 points of fire damage. Yowza. I I am hurting quite a bit. Um, Okay. Can I use my bonus action that I didn't use just to say something? Absolutely. I yell out, Nika, we need you. He, so that was one part of his reaction. He then, with his right hand, pulls out a flintlock pistol. Ah, oh, jeez. Oh, good. That was just like, the, this is still just his reaction? Yeah, he gets five legendary action points, and yeah. he can spend them in different ways. Okay. Yeah, fuck this guy. Mm. <laughs> Hell yeah. He pulls out his flintlock pistol, aims it at Lou, and gets off a shot. That is a nat 20. 
Yeah. Oh. Does it hurt more than normal? Okay. Oh yeah. So Fuck. that's. Ooh, I don't like when the DM does that. Mm-hmm. Big ouch, my guy. 48 points of damage. Holy shit. As this enters. 20 of it, though, was necrotic energy. Oh, good. So I think you take 10 less. Yes. You are resistant to necrotic. So yeah, you take mm-hmm. 38 instead of 48. When this shot goes out, it is not, especially for our piratey folk in here, which is pretty much all of you, you realize the bang is not like a normal bang. It it sounds more magical. There is still something being shot out of this, but there is some other energy similar to, you know, you would know when Telnius was able to imbue magic into the bullets. Yeah. Okay. Magic bang. That's what they called it. (laughs) They called it. (laughs) The bullet fires through my torso and a loud roar just erupts from my throat. Yes. A wolf. I mean, with 38 points, that bullet went through you. Yeah. Right. And just bursting out with this necrotic energy in your blood. It sprays over the golden podium Mm. just behind you. Oh. Okay. It is now Brim's turn. (laughs) No. It'll oh, be good. fine. It'll be all right. Don't want to shortchange him or anything this round. <laughs> Brim brings that flintlock hand up with his shadow fang arm up, and he makes this T-pose. <laughs> <laughs> and wind begins to blow his cape behind him as he raises into the air. He brings Shadowfang forward, and the dagger with a strange necrotic mist spilling off of it now collects like a lightning rod the energy that was chaotically in the air. His eyes go from the fuchsia pink to a deep abyssal black. He continues the incantation to open this portal. We then go to Lou's turn. He's now 30 feet in the air. Now that Hallie is out of my arms, I just release a large growl from my throat as I race forward, and I just pounce up. I go in for a bite. Yeah. Let's see it. Crit with a bite. Oh, <gasps> <God>. <laughs> Let's go. like 30 feet into the air? I don't know. Can I? Holy shit. Give me an athletics check. Sorry, I, I was just surprised. I was like, I didn't know anything could 29. jump that high. Yeah, Holy I mean, shit. with a 10-foot with a ten foot running start, I would say you're able to leap up and your claws reach his, like his boots. Nice. Right? Like it's just barely. I'm up there just barely, and I, I race forward. I latch onto its boot, and I jump down with just the force of a thousand wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Howling in the distance. Yeah. Your ancestors giving you the power. 15 piercing damage and 12 necrotic damage. All right. You bite into his leg. Give me one more strength contest to keep your jaws locked on his boot. 21. All right. He's trying to shake you off, but you get your claw into the back of his leg. He's not reacting to taking this damage Mm -hmm. verbally. He's keeping the incantation going, but you can see he's bleeding a lot from that bite. Yeah. I come in with my right claw coming up over my mouth as I'm gripped onto his leg and I stab down into his thigh with a 21. That hits. 12 points of slashing damage with the claw. 
10 points of necrotic damage with the claw. All right, so that's five points. All right, he's bleeding a lot. He still remains in the air, though, holding his spell, holding his concentration. We then go to the werebore, who will make a constitution saving throw. And you see this thing, its legs are the only thing you can see under the constricting of this large emperor cobra. And suddenly the feet stop moving (laughs) from underneath. We then go to Berta. Okay, he's 30 feet in the air. Was he pulled down at all by the fact that Lou jumped up on him? He kept his spell. Okay, how tall is Lou? Over six feet. So could I jump up and grab Lou and then, like, climb? Give me first an athletics and then an acrobatics. 24. Yep, you launch up. I do need Lou, though, to make another... This time it's a strength saving throw Mm -hmm. to keep your jaws attached as this new weight is on your back. I will add strength, and that will be just a 16. That is enough. Okay. All right. Give me acrobatics to climb up. 22. Yes, you make it. What are you then doing? I'm going to whack him. (laughs) I'm going to do the one thing I know how to do and whack him with my peg leg. (laughs) Make it hurt, Berta. Let's see it. 25. Nice. Damn. He is not looking good. I assume the 25 hits. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was your damage. I was like, oh, no, shit. No, no. <laughs> yeah, 25 hits. Yeah, for sure. No, damage is much worse. Damage is 15 again. Comparable. Mm, yes. Let's see the next one. Whack. 16. I like to imagine you're swinging your body (laughs) and then just whacking him in the face Mm -hmm, over and mm -hmm, over mm -hmm. and over again. I have like my arms like latched around his neck and I'm just like spinning. Trying to keep the incantation going (laughs) Mm -hmm. like open up a portal to the other world. (laughs) (laughs) 16 does not hit. As so his left hand is up with Shadow Fang Mm -hmm. collecting that energy and the incantation. The second time he catches your peg leg and tosses it to the side. Okay. For my bonus action, I would like to expend one key point to do Flurry of Blows. Absolutely. And at this point, I hit him with my foot. Nice. Because that's unarmed. (laughs) Yeah. All right. What's to hit with the other foot? 19. 19 does hit. Perfect. It's just going to be 10 points of damage. Okay. Does that end your turn? No, you have one more. (laughs) One more. You got one more. That's right. (laughs) Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, That's a natural one, so I'm assuming that does not hit. Hmm. That was good. It came last. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. That does incur a attack of opportunity. Yep. So I'm going to retcon and say he catches your peg leg and holds it Mm -hmm. as you continue striking with the other foot Mm -hmm. and your other limbs. Now, after the nat one, he has your peg leg held. He tears you from him, holding you out in front. He is then going to spend a legendary action. (laughs) No! You suddenly see a burst, like a necrotic burst from Shadow Fang. Mm-hmm. As it releases a wave, and this will only affect Lou and Berta, but I need you both to make constitution saving throws. 26. Five. <laughs> no. Birdie. No. Okay. Fly high, Birdie. <laughs> Fly high, Birdie. Tweet, 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 tweet. Rest in peace, Birdie. Is that for me? It's been nice knowing you guys. Gonna get kicked off your family tree. All right. <laughs> you take 25 points of necrotic damage. <laughs> How are you looking? Um, Not great, but not terrible. 
So you're still up, but this wave goes through you. Lou, you're going to take another 12 points of necrotic damage. Yeah. So six? Yes. At that burst, what you failed to see as you were taking this wave of necrotic energy is the shadow fang releases from his contraption, from his left hand. As it spins into the air, it suddenly disappears in a quick black mist and reappears at the heart of where the portal is forming. He takes his left hand, still holding Birdo with his right hand, and brings it down, saying one final word in abyssal. Open. As Shadowfang tears down, it is the final piece as a tear through reality begins to peel back the surroundings around you. A 15-foot by 15-foot square tears and opens up as a stench unbearable releases of sulfur and death and mourning. Real gross. Super gross. I have my mouth open and everything. (laughs) Kowloon, Lou, and Berta, you're just kind of barely coming to. In the distance, you see obsidian mountainscapes fiery red clouds in the air, strange creatures flying left and right, a river of black ichor, and you swear there is a long white ship on this river. Wow. Brim's eyes glow brighter, this black energy, as the black electricity connects to his body and connects from where his left hand released Shadow Fang, connecting to the blade, now retracting, but not coming back to him, but pulling him closer toward the portal. Hey y'all, how you doing? Hope everything is good. I am for real going to keep it short with this one this time. I don't want to keep it too long from the episode because this one is a hefty boy. This episode wraps up our Kowloon arc and we just wanted to say that it was an absolute blast to record and a huge thank you, thank you, thank you to Ray for joining us for this adventure. Ray, you absolutely killed it. And we are so overjoyed and honored that you came all the way to Nashville to play, to hang, to join in on this big group fantasy. You totally rocks and rolls. Ray played Berta, Andrew is the DM, Colin is Kowloon, and Taylor is Lulu the Luguru. And this time, I'm setting down Lou for a bit and getting back to the eyes of things. Who's eyes? He's kind of like you, but like a blind elf instead of a phantom shadow person. Oh, Sagittarius? Sure. Well, that's it for me, y'all. I gotta pack up my things and go find Andrew. This ghost bathhouse has been nice, but I need to get going. Oh, really? You're leaving? Yeah, I got to, buddy. I got a friend out there somewhere, and I'm not sure if he still has his skin suit or lost it again. But hey, you know what? Why don't you just come with me? You know this place better than I do. Yeah, sure. I could use a mini-adventure. Sweet! Sweet! <laughs> 
<laughs> all right, y'all. If you got time, check us out on socials. We are at Chasm Quest on all the things. Twitter, Insta, Twitch, Chasm Quest on YouTube. We got some fun streams out now, and we are working on so much more. So come with us on the ride. And that's all I got. Next episode is a crap ton of fun, so be on the lookout. We got something rowdy in store. So see you soon. Bye. As Brim's body floats toward the now open portal, Lou, you get a quick eye to the ground, maybe gauging the distance to drop. But in that time, you watch as the giant snake that was once surrounding the werebore slithers back away, mutating back into the young girl. Her hair sprawled out on the stone floor, her pink eyes slowly shut. She's in the fetal position and seems to just fall asleep after this act. I stay attached. Okay. Ezric watches this happen, the old pirate, and he sees the girl, but he's also watching something through the portal. (gasps) And you hear this. Even Berta hanging upside down with Brim hanging onto your leg. A cry going out from the abyss. (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) Wings flapping, coming into view. A shadowy presence drops from the black and red skies. Ezric watches this, sees that it is heading toward the portal, and he begins to run. As he runs, he leaps and grabs onto Hallie. He then casts Dimension Door. They disappear and reappear back toward the exit. We then go to Kaloon's turn. You have Brim 10 feet closing in on the portal, holding Berta, and with Lou dangling, You also see this draconic, shadowy figure making its way toward the portal. I take my grappling hook attached to the rope, and I throw it up at Brim, and I yell, Perda, Lou, make sure this sticks. And I try to basically just have it hook into his shoulder. Give me a dexterity attack. That would be a 13. Oh. Or I have my bardic inspiration. (gasps) Oh! Ooh! Ooh! Here we go! So that's 18 total? As you wind up and throw this grappling hook, you just hear a sickening... (laughs) And you now have a grasp on Brim. Nice. I use my ring of jumping to jump 15 feet up in the air, and as I'm coming down... I try to bring the rope down over my shoulder as though I'm, like, throwing something. Like, you know, using all my strength as I'm falling to the ground. Absolutely. And then as I, if I can do that, I'm going to land beside the pedestal and try to wrap the rope around the pedestal and keep them from the portal. Okay. Nice. Give me an athletics contest. Damn. That's just a 10 on athletics. He does suddenly jerk back. I need another athletics check from Lou. Crit. 29. Nice. Beautiful. He does jerk back, but you can tell he's reaching his hand toward the blade that hangs there at the center of this portal. 
and you can see that nothing is breaking his concentration as he continues to float forward. You do gain that leverage, though, now with the golden pedestal. Okay, so yeah, now I'm wrapping it around the pedestal, and I'm trying to make it so where, like, he just stops in his tracks. Like, if I can't pull him back, I don't want him to go forward. Bonus action to do the ring of jumping. Yeah, you're able to race around a few times uh, the pedestal in order to really get a hold on him. That ends your turn. Okay. Brim, with his left arm out, the strange obsidian contraption at the end, he moves just close enough to where he whispers, Release. The Shadowfang blade shoots back into his contraption as he swipes it against his shoulder. He hits an AC of 10 and does enough damage. The rope falls. He continues through the portal. The draconic creature closes in as the portal begins to shut. It breathes fire and necrotic energy. This envelops Lou's body. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. 11. You try to writhe free in order to dodge this flame. Your jaw cuts loose. You begin falling backwards. You have the honor of rolling the damage, Ray. Nine, <laughs> 10, 11. You need more? Uh, yeah, I'm going to need uh, 12. I'm going to need four more. Oh, here's... That's going to be at least 16 points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> At least. That is 16d6. Or you want this tray? So you no, that would be a bad them? idea. Okay. Bring it here. <laughs> oh, my God. I apologize for the amount of time the math is going to take me, but That's it's fine. the dramatic. No. Okay. Sorry. Is my 30. sister a bad guy? <laughs> Wait, does this dragon have 40. a handlebar mustache? <laughs> <laughs> no. 47 points of necrotic damage. And the pig wing. <laughs> That's like uh, 23? Yep. 23 points of necrotic damage. Oh, man. You are enveloped with this breath. This completes the Abyss's exchange as the dragon flies, more like falling through the portal into this room. (laughs) It crashes against the golden pedestal. Kalun, you narrowly jump out of its way. The giant pedestal creaks and groans, falling to the ground, clamoring against the stone as this shadow dragon, which was once red. Oh my God. Lands on the ground, two horns growing from its head. As it lands, it begins to scramble and right itself. The portal is still closing over Brim and Berta. Berta, you get one last look and you can say one last thing to Kaloon as Kaloon, you're on the floor and you kind of like look up to check on her. Yeah. And I'll, I'll say Kaloon is looking very hurt. There are burn marks all over his skin. He's got visibly, that's pretty much all you got. Half his clothes are kind of burned away. And yeah, he's looking up at you. And we were coming through and I fell backwards. Yep into the room again? Yeah, you okay. you slam onto the stone floor. Gotcha. I think the only thing Berta would think about in that last moment would be, take care of my ship. What? Berta, no! As oh. the portal finishes, 
You are then left in this room with this fiendish dragon. Let's re-roll a niche. Ah! <laughs> Perfect. Uh, 17 total. <laughs> uh, a- 18. Uh. 11. Okay. The shadow dragon is currently prone in the middle of the room where the golden podium once stood. The podium is knocked over on its side. The red gem cracked. It did not explode, but a large crack went through it as it landed against the stone. The black necrotic energy that was utilizing this gemstone disappeared as the portal disappeared. Directly below where the portal was on the northern end of the wall is Lou, 30 feet away from the dragon. 15 feet away from the dragon, we have Kal'un prone. Another 20 feet back toward the door you came through on the eastern wall is Ezric huddled over Hallie's body. I believe that's everyone in this room so far. Mm-hmm. I believe so. Berta and Brim. Yeah, because both of the orc priestesses died. They're both done for. Uh, yeah. You can actually see the werebore, like, bloated from poison. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Heap on the floor. We go then first to the shadow dragon, who and will I'm- now be played by Ray since Berta is no longer amongst the Anu. <laughs> Rip and pip. So I use half of my motion, my movement, to stand up, and I'm going to go after Kaloon because he's closer to me, and I take three attacks. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the first is going to be a bite attack. Can be 22 to hit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. <laughs> How do you kill me? I was going to say, yeah, he's <laughs> definitely going down. Uh, so 13 points of piercing damage plus an additional one point of uh, necrotic damage. Okay, so you have put me 11 points below zero. Okay. So yeah. Wow. yeah. Total hit points, so you didn't die. You're not permitted. You are now prone Making and unconscious. <sighs> Which I have advantage on. I've only been able to use that feature of mine once in this entire show. Here we go. Season four. Season four. Let's fucking go. It climbs up to its feet. Kalun, you hear as douche, douche. Its giant blackened claws charred from its time inside of the abyss. Lunges its head down at you, wraps you in its maw, left and right like a vicious dog, and just tosses you like a rag doll into the air. As you land... It then focuses in on Lou. Come at me. So the first claw comes swiping at you with a 16. Hits. 12 points of slosh hung damage. (laughs) So the first claw catches you and like tosses you up in the air and like slashes across your back as you go up. And then it's going to bat at you with the other hand while you're like in the air. (laughs) And that's going to be uh, 20 to hit. 20 hits. (laughs) 10 points of damage for that second slash as I swipe you up into the air with one claw, swipe you back down into the ground with the other claw. Jeez, just a plaything for this dragon. (sighs) Not liking this. And that is the end of my turn. Although I roll to see if I regain my shadow breath, correct? Yes, at the end of your turn. Nope. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you did use your, yeah. All right, here's my death save. That's a 13, so. Save. Yay. That is a save. (laughs) Did you say you have advantage on that? Oh, I do, yeah. Just in case you roll a nat 20. That's true. Yeah, no, that was a 16, but yeah, good call. Thank you. Yep, no problem. We then move to Ezric's turn. He checks quickly the pulse of Hallie and sees that she is okay Unconscious, but breathing. He then looks up 
watches this massacre against Kal'un, the one who asked for his help. He seems a bit frantic, was not expecting such things as this, but he takes a breath in, says a small prayer. Lundo, give me strength. And he rises, and again, the sound of waves crashing against the brakes as he takes one step forward, two steps forward, his boots clicking against the stone as he walks forward. His eyes turn a bright sky blue, (gasps) and you can see the energy moving down his body to the ground as he pushes his hands straight down, and like a tidal wave, this energy emits out. It washes over Kal'un, it washes over Lu. This is a healing wave. What is this guy? That's awesome. I have an idea. How much healing? Oh, you're probably never mind. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some, some, some healing. Kaloon raises from the ground. You each <laughs> gain 36 hit points back. Whoa. That puts me, strangely enough, at 36 hit points. (laughs) Whoa! Okay, but because you went down, you did succeed a saving throw. You didn't fail any of your death saves, so you only come up with wounded one. You have third level exhaustion, which is the equivalent of being wounded. Okay. Okay. So that's disadvantage on ability checks. Your speed is halved. You have disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. Holy shit. Yeah. So going down has its consequences, right? You were on death's door. That is the consequence. That ends Ezric's turn as the waves collect back to him and his hands are still glowing with that blue energy. God, he's so He's super, <laughs> super hot old dude. Show us that picture again. That dude's a stud. Right? I really wish it wasn't just random art I found online. Like, I really wish I was an artist and could just render <laughs> just this. But that. Yeah, artists, yeah. if you're listening, so- we want to see this guy. <laughs> Lou, we then come to your turn. And okay. the dragon is in melee range of you. I race forward and I lunge with my claws going straight into this thing's chest as I try to get it right at the shoulders. Give me those rolls. 28. Definitely hits. What's the damage? Nine points of damage, slashing, and 10 points of necrotic. Okay. You feel as the necrotic pulses through your claw that it resists against it. As my claws dig into this thing's shoulder, I reach up and I sink down with a bite on its right shoulder. Oh my God. Yes. That's a 12. (sighs) Not enough. The shadow dragon reaches up, not doing damage, but it pulls you away as your jaws, you're frothing at the mouth as your saliva chomps and sprays out, but it pulls you away before you can sink your teeth into its flesh. growl releases from my throat. As you release from its grip Mm -hmm. as well. Uh, Anything else on your turn? I land on the ground, and then from there, I just make a beeline for an angle between this thing and Ezric and Hallie. Awesome. Yeah, so you are able to move the 15 feet. Give me an acrobatics check. That's a 12. It will get one attack opportunity on you, one claw strike. You want to roll that, Ray? Uh, 19. That hits. 13 points of damage. How is Lou looking? Fantastic. Really? Yeah. All right. 
Is, is he at least bloodied, though? Are you half past your max? I was bleeding, and then it stopped after a while. Uh-huh. And now I'm looking okay. Nice. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Loop, loop guru. <laughs> and also that 36 points of health, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably didn't hurt. That yeah. definitely helped, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay, sweet. So that ends Lou's turn. We then go to... Well, before we go to anyone else, you suddenly hear one last... Hurrah! And... As a door flies open, sliding to a halt next to Ezric. Holy shit! <laughs> Nika stands beside Ezric, blood, black icor <laughs> drenched over her. Her blade completely covered, her eyes crazed. Oh! <laughs> and she looks down, Kaloon. I guess you're still on the ground, right? Yeah, you haven't had a chance I'm to stand up. up. But yeah. Oh! <laughs> Hey, good thing you're here. Let's go! <laughs> and that's her turn was to dash into the room. Actually, let me make is sure. Is dash a bonus action for Dash is a bonus action for <laughs> her. After saying, whoa, for like the last time, she says, let's go! And she runs another 10 feet and leaps into the air. She's going to take a reckless attack on this fucker. Nice. Yes. Here we yeah. go. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. That is 19 to hit. That's gonna which hit. is going to hit. Oh, that's 10 on the D12. And it's looking like 13 points of damage total with the first attack. Damn. She lunges, swipes down against right at its shoulder where mm. Lou was aiming. And because it turned toward Lou to swipe at it, had just kind of brought that into a vulnerable place for her. She leaps into the air, digging the cleaver axe into its flesh, riding it down the front of its right chest. Mm -hmm. She then is going to take her second attack. <gasps> she swipes from left to right. Not enough. A 10, it hits the hide of just on the top of its forearm. Mm -hmm. That plated dragon scale acts oh. like armor and her axe, she gets this whiplash almost off of it as her blade bounces <laughs> off and she has to take yeah. a few steps back. She grunts, holding her ground. We then go back to the top. Make it drop. That's a shadow dragon. <laughs> right. uh, no, just imagine the uh, shadow dragon twerking. <laughs> yeah. From the top, make it drop. Me. Look at that knee grab. <laughs> so the, the dragon's going to staring down at Nika mm -hmm. and make its bite attack. Excellent. 13 to hit. 13 does not hit. She stepped back a few feet, taking that blow of her axe bouncing off, sees the bite come down, raises the axe as your bite hits the blade, chomps down, and she's able to throw the head of this thing to the left of her. Mm -hmm. She's like, all right, let's go. And then a classic swipe with the left claw. Ooh. Let's see it. Uh, 25. Yeah, that's going to hit. I thought so. <laughs> 14 points of demolish. Nice. 14, okay. So that's another, like, bat up with the one claw and then bat over with the other claw. Yikes. All at Nika? Yep, all at Nika. Uh, 28. Okay, that one hits as well. 16 points of damage. <sighs> All right, um, and because it was well over 10 over her AC, and because you're batting with these large 
dragon claws. Mm-hmm. She was able to hold her ground the first time, but at the second one, she actually flies through the air 10 feet, skidding on her back to a halt, and she is laying prone right next to Kaloon. Oh, nice. <laughs> Buddies. Okay. Yeah. Wait, does she is she look like she's like unconscious or nope, she she's just still fell conscious, down? Okay. but she does not look good. Okay. Oh, See if man. I get my breath attack back. Nope. Oh, oh <laughs> thank Jeebus. <laughs> All right, we then go to Kaloon. Okay, so I start to get up, and as I'm on my knees, I put my hand on Nika's shoulder. And I cast Enhance Ability as a third level spell, yes. which means I can cast it on both me and her. Yes. Uh, and I do Cat's Grace for both, giving us advantage on dexterity checks and doesn't take damage from falling 20 feet or less, which yeah. might be a thing with the dragon tossing us around. Exactly. <laughs> so. Yeah. As you give her this blessing, she looks at you and says, careful, it's kind of tough. Hi. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and then I... So I, I do that and I get up. Can mm-hmm. I move anywhere? Yep, it's half your movement, so you still have, you know, 18 feet. We'll okay. just round up to 20. So, yeah, I just kind of like, you know, stumble 18 feet forward, and that's that's about how far I get. My burns have started, you know, they healed for the most part, but I'm still tight. You know, yeah. my whole body's just not moving as... Absolutely. Uh, yeah, as, as well as it should be. Nice. We will then go. Oh, sorry. To to retcon, as I screamed out Berta, I also screamed out, Grappling hook, no! <laughs> oh, yeah, you did lose your grappling hook. Oh, no. We all know where your priority is. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, yeah, Berta first, then grappling hook. It was a tough second season. Yeah. <laughs> Colleen and grappling hooks have a history. Hey, I got enough money for a thousand grappling yeah. hooks. Right? <laughs> Didn't you uh, find a store called Grapplebees at some point? <laughs> Grapplebees. I might have, yeah. Yes, okay. That sounds uh, like something we would say. Yep. Yeah. So we then go to Ezric's turn. Are you asking or telling? Delph, no, it is Ezric's turn. Yes. He might be a gilf. Or a pilf. A pirate. <laughs> Definitely a pilf. He closes his eyes, his arms extend out, and he says, May the seas of this world calm you. And his Hands extend out, and this blue energy washes over this monster. What you call and it, it a heals monster. the monster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back up to full health. Oh, no. Critical hit. I don't know who I should be rooting for. Like, on the one hand, I don't want to die, but on the other hand... <laughs> Your aim should be to kill us. Like I said, I've Ready got go. plot armor. Yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> Ezric has just cast Hold Monster. No! Oh my god. Oh. The save roll was eight, <laughs> needed a 15. In that last swipe at Nika, it then freezes with its claw straight up in the air for another attack. <laughs> maybe looking at Lou, maybe looking at Kaloon. Not sure. It freezes in midair as that blue energy washes over it. Ezric is standing back, a blue ball of energy in his hand, looking like a globe of water. He says, I've got it for now. 
do your worst. Does it look like ropes of water flowing around its whole body, holding it oh, in place? Yes, oh, absolutely. yes, absolutely. Matching the, the globe of intertwining yeah. ropes of water yeah. in his hand. So, yeah. Yes. That's beautiful. Amazing. And we then go to Lou. I release a growl that comes from the depths of my chest. If you can see my eyes, they're like a werewolf yellow type deal with the pools mm. of brown in the center. Mm -hmm. But now the eyes are starting to turn to like a crimson red. And I race forward with blood frenzy. Yes. And I dive at this thing. Yes. Claws first, then coming in with a bite. Let's see it. What are we looking for? 18. Got it. Nailed it. <gasps> Beautiful. 17 slashing damage with the claws, 13 points of necrotic damage. All right, that rounds down to six points. Maybe it was like coming down with a swipe. Yeah. And I've just got it on the arm, on the right arm with both claws just dug in real deep. I use that momentum to pull myself upwards. And then with my mouth, I'm going to bring the maw down and clamp down on its neck. Nice. Can you first re-roll your d20 twice and see if you get any nat 20s? Because you technically have advantage. It's paralyzed at the moment. Well, I already uh, had advantage, and I already rolled twice. You did? Okay. Uh -huh. Perfect. And I got 16 both times. Let's see it. 22 with the bite as I come down on the neck. Absolutely hits. It's not even able to roar in anger as these... <laughs> It, as it is tethered by these ropes of water. 16 points of damage with the bite, piercing. Got it. 13 points of necrotic damage with the bite, so round down to six again. Absolutely. Isn't this fun, Ray? You're kind of like the DM, mm -hmm. but you don't have to track any of- It's great, it's awesome. <laughs> you just get to have <laughs> the fun of attacking. People. Yeah, you're just trying to kill us. <laughs> Fantastic. I've got my maw down, just gripped in the throat. I've got some leverage with the claws on the side as I'm just trying to, like, tear this neck wide open. With that amount of damage, you get a hunk of, oh, yeah. of Drytonic meat. <laughs> you got dragon steak for dinner tonight, baby. Looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> yeah. Dragon meat. That's good because we ain't had nothing but maggoty bread for free stinking days. Yeah. I know it's a reference to something. Is that One Piece? Yeah. 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 Got another one? <laughs> All right, it's now Nika's turn. She sees her opportunity. She rises up. It's still within distance. Doesn't even have to use her dash as she runs and leaps to the back of it. And that's going to hit. So she strikes the back of this thing. She's taking a different angle this time. And when she lands, she will actually be giving flanking advantage once or if the paralysis ends. Nice. That's 12 more points of damage. She will strike once more. Nice. That is 23. Another 10 on the D12. That's another 13 points of damage. This thing is for sure looking bloodied as... Her first axe wound goes down the back right of it, and the second one chops, almost severing off its left wing. Oh. Hell yeah. It's not looking good. She lands behind it. She's feeling feisty, so she's actually going to cast Dash and use an acrobatics with her dash to try to climb up the back of this thing, using her axe each time to climb higher. Oh, gosh. Ow. Gaining advantage on that dexterity. <laughs> I rolled a one and a four. <laughs> so after she nearly severs the left wing, she tries to find purchase. The blood from the blade is dripping 
that she just slides down the back of it, uh, sliding down the blood like a very macabre slip and slide. (laughs) (laughs) She like lands on her feet and shakes it off, turns around and says, what the shot? (laughs) It still says we. Yeah, I feel like Nico would have fun with this. (laughs) Even though she's at seven health. (laughs) Moving on. Oh, goodness. Yikes. (laughs) Wow. We then go to the shadow dragon. Does not have a turn, but can attempt a wisdom saving throw. Let's see that saving throw. Oh, buddy. Eight. (laughs) It stays paralyzed as Ezric in the back corner feels it fight against, and you see this burst as the ropes in his hand, the orb kind of bursts outward, and you can see him use his magic to tether it all back together and keep it in a globe as they resemble the same thing on the dragon's back. Yes. Nice. Call Un, we go to you. Okay, so Um, I'm going to try This might help change your mind I didn't read the full Paralyzed description We've been doing everything else right But the last bullet point Any attack that hits the creature is a critical hit If the attacker is within Five feet of the creature Now we didn't know up to this point So we're not going to try to go back and correct it But that might change uh, Colin's tactic for Kaloon. Okay, yeah, no, that definitely does. Um, and I will gift this to you. This thing is vulnerable to radiant damage. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so yeah, I will just do that then. I'm gonna go up to it and I'm actually gonna follow in Nika's footsteps and go up the side of its back. And yeah. as I do, I'm just gonna take, I only have like the long blade portion of Gylek out and I'm grabbing onto its spike stabbing in as deep as I can, grabbing onto another spike, <laughs> and stabbing in yes. a second time for my second attack. Reminiscent of the sea serpent long ago in Varahim. Let's mm-hmm. watch Kaloon climb up the back of this thing. <laughs> Roll advantage for that first attack. That is a natural choice. Tw- it was a 19 and a 20. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. Oh, so it wow. was already a critical hit, and now it's a critical on top of that. I don't even know what to do. A critical we critical. Gonna, so that is... We are going to triple this damage. Hell yeah. Nice. <laughs> so okay. the first one's full. Reroll twice. Okay. All for right. The, for the blade. Okay. So yeah, that'll be that. So I rolled a... So that's 19 total for the blade. Nice. Because I rolled a one on the second one, and then my radiant damage is a 10. <gasps> 39 points of damage. God. Okay, so second attack. Still at advantage? Yes. Okay, yeah. Second attack. I'm kind of getting worn out. That's 17. 17 does no. not hit. It's AC. Okay, <gasps> yeah. So I'm still like grabbed onto that spike, but Kaloon is just still exhausted. And he had that one good hit, and that next one just kind of deflects off the scales, and he's just hanging on, just kind of like half, you know, basically yep. exhausted. Right? Yes. No. Oh, yeah, that exhaustion is right there. Yeah, because his his speed is halved. Mm -hmm. Ezric still holds the orb of water in between his hands, keeping those tethers on the dragon. He closes his eyes. His eyes flutter open. They are a bright blue, and he says, Now, now is the time. It is vulnerable. It is weak. Finish it. Lou, we go to you. As I spit out the last piece of chunk that I took from the neck, I just, I go in for another bite and the same spot, just right there where that piece is missing. I just love that you were still hanging on the front of this (laughs) thing. (laughs) 22. 
that hits. And it's a crit! And it is an automatic crit because you are <laughs> five feet within its range. 29 of piercing damage. There's more. But wait, there's more. 17 points of necrotic damage. Rounded on to eight. Eight. What happens in this moment? You're hanging there on the shoulders in front of this thing. You've just been <sighs> down tearing a piece of flesh from its shoulder. From here, you can see an artery running up the neck. You then dig your maw deeper into its flesh before <sighs> chomping down. You find purchase and rip outward. Black and crimson ichor spill from this abyssal creature as the ropes of water begin to fall from it, flowing like a magical river down the back of it. Kaloon, you feel underneath you, you're still hanging on to that spike, just barely hanging on, like lifting for another stab. Yeah. As you feel the front of this thing buckle, Lou, you hang on as it lands, dust spreading from it as its head worms and lolls to the side, exhaling. We come out of battle. Ezric allows the magic to end and he crumples over, exhausted from calling out to his patron. He then looks up and says, that was definitely more than I had anticipated coming down here with y'all. Good work. Uh, Kaloon, just in, still in anguish, looks back towards like the red, the, the ruby and just goes, damn you, Primkorin, and casts fourth level shatter on the ruby and wants to just break it apart, just in anger. All right. He doesn't know what the consequences of this will be, but he wants to go for it. As you cast this spell, the ruby ring on your hand begins to glow. Nika's silver vein amulet glows even brighter than before. Wow. As you cast this spell, a similar magic envelops this gigantic, more gargantuan-sized gem. It slowly lifts into the air, vibrating with energy with your anger. As it tips upward, you see cracks begin to form all through it as time seems to freeze as the shards stop midair and begin to orbit around almost like constellations. They all glowing with the brightness of the stars of the cosmos. Suddenly, they reform into the gem. A face appears within this gemstone. I unlocked a secret level. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Did you paint this, too? I certainly did not. The face of a massive red dragon forms within the gem. Its ethereal body moves out and grows around the gem. The gem seems to remain at its chest, 
thumping like a heartbeat. <laughs> Ethereal or even astral claws land on the ground next to the young shadow red dragon that you have just <laughs> killed. Its claw reaches the expanse of that entire dragon's body. Its wings take up the rest of this room. In fact, the ethereal images escape into the walls. This room is not large enough to contain the massive presence of this ancient red dragon. Oh my god. It looks to you, Kal'un, and Nika, like, grabs your hand. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, I squeeze it back. But I, I stay, and I'm just staring this red dragon down. I mean, Kowloon's angry. He doesn't have a lot of sense when he's angry. It turns toward you one claw closer than the next as it seems to bow its head down toward you. Who, who are you, ancient one? an old friend of the dwarves. Sadenko. You know my name. <laughs> if you are my friend, you can prove it now. How do I get to Brimcorin? How do I get my sister back? freed my child from its curse. And its claw lifts from the ground and turns upward and flicks its talons into the air, summoning up from the young dragon not a scorched shadowy figure, but a bright red, beautiful young red dragon. As it floats Mm. into the air, a sense of peace comes over its spirit and fades. Sarenko looks to you. Because you have helped and are touched by mine own creator, Juneo, I will give thee my mark. And one of the talons comes and touches you on the chest, just where your shirt is burned away on your scorched flesh. An image similar to the one on the dwarven doors beneath the earth. A golden face of a red dragon interlaid with red all throughout the eyes, gemstone ruby red, marks on your chest just over your heart. You now have the feet mobile. This is reframed as dragon speed. Your speed increases by 10 feet. When you use the dash action, difficult terrain doesn't cost you extra movement. And when you make a melee attack against a creature, you don't provoke an opportunity attack from that creature for the rest of your turn, whether you hit or not. Whoa. <laughs> you feel... What? This just is like passive. This just just a constant. It's okay. just constant. Simultaneously as, it, as gaining this mark of the pen dragon, you suddenly feel your hip pop 
in a way that it has not popped for about a year. Oh, that's uh, quite the adrenaline boost, Sarenko. This ends the permanent damage of breaking your femur, the misalignment during the healing that was affecting you for so long that you've had to keep a constant mage hand on. That's awesome. That's you, really will, you will always kind of have a bit of a limp on that side, but for now, it feels like you could run a marathon sans the exhaustion. From- yeah, I'm limping like twice as fast as other people run. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They continue. With this help, and a bit of my wisdom from the worlds beyond this one, perhaps you can track down the one you seek. Thank you, Sarenko. I'll have your word that this power comes with no stipulations. Hmm. I've been controlled before and I'll not have it again. If that's the case, you can take it back. I am a kind leader of those who follow. I will not require from you anything. This is simply a gift for the actions you have already done and the pain you have endured. Being that is the case, then I will instead offer you, in whatever capacity I may, any boon you wish in the future. Just, well, I'm sure you could find me easier than I could find you. They say, I wish now to impart on you some wisdom that will help you find your quarry. My ancient heart, taken by the orcs of old, retrieved and smuggled into the city during the war, was misused to power siege weapons, and now to open a gate to the abyss. Sadly, my heart can no longer power a gateway. I must take it with me. But there is another heart that lays within this realm, not far from here. The one who took my life, Lunkist. Their heart remains with their murderer. Who? And I would recognize Lunkist as the orc guardian. Yeah, right? at okay. that, your hand is squeezed harder as Nika flinches. She recognizes the name of the Silver Vein Dragon of old. The one the dragons called Bahor Arak. The Cursed Hunter. Most know him as High Lord Victor. I've heard the name. I I probably should pay more attention when my friends are talking about this stuff, but you know, that's... I, I know the name. May you burn it into your memory. For they have slaughtered many of our kind. They now rule as Karnas amongst the abyss. Uh, that's what I've heard it, right? Many spirits are now trapped there, summoned by the death of the Heart Cleaver, hmm. the blade our creator wielded. 
I do now clearly remember this story. Are you asking me to reclaim possession of this heart? If you find the heart of Lundkist, you may, with great magic and power, find a way into the abyss where your quarry has escaped with a loved one of yours. Then I will strive to do so. Thank you for your wisdom. And may you remember, you are only as strong as the strength of your friends. At this, the image of the gargantuan dragon begins to shrink, swirling around the gemstone and disappearing. Only a light mist of red falls to the ground as the heart of Sarenko disappears. So, as the image of Sarenko disappears into the ether, the remains of the shadow red dragon crumples to the ground with that same black mist, similar to the vampire. Okay. The four of you are left in that room. Nika has your hand clasped tight. She looks down at you and says, That was really intense. That was, indeed. You, you kind of start getting used to it after a while. I ever tell you I was possessed by a god? I don't Once. know if that one came... Oh, maybe when we were climbing the hill, you all were saying something about uh, Tin Man? Tinny, hey, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that's that was right. His name. I, yeah. You told me a bit about him. Yeah, well, you know, after that, other things kind of lose their gravity that they probably mm. should have, but this was pretty up there. <laughs> I got to admit. Yeah, and they said something about you met... Juneo? Oh, I, I, yeah, uh, no, that was recent. Oh. Yeah, Juneo gave me some type of powder. Uh, oh, that's what that was earlier. Whenever, uh, you know, that light emanated from the ring and, uh, oh. and then, I don't know, you probably felt a burst or something. Yes, yes, I remember. And uh, there was a similar feeling when we were all battling next to you, when our kin were following you into the ship Frey. Yes. Oh, I didn't even realize it was doing it then. Hmm. You seem to be a special one. And she suddenly realizes she's been holding your hand this whole time and kind of like goes to release, but like keeps it. And she blushes like a little, like a deeper purplish. <gasps> um, listen, Nika, we're both adults. I, I think I, I like you. It seems like maybe you like me. Uh, and before you can finish, she leans down and takes your head and just <laughs> lays one on you. Nice. Yeah. In the background, I get up and I'm covered in icor <laughs> and I'm covered in blood. Yeah. And it's like dripping from my hair. Yeah. And like my shirt is gone. I'm just yeah. pants, just just tunic pants. Are you and, back uh, in human form now? Back in human form. Yeah. <sighs> Allie. And I run over to her. And I, like, almost come to, like, a slide next to her, and I'm just like, are you all right? Let's see. Her eyes flutter, that same piercing pink. She looks about, her vision's blurry at first, but then your face comes into view. Lou! And she hugs around your neck as hard as she can. Oh, so worried. Oh, I'm so glad you're okay. You... 
you came for me. Yeah, he sent me away for a while, but I found my way back. He's... He's so evil. I know. But he's gone now. I promise. He might come back. He could. What did he do to you? He... And she kind of releases you and leans back, sitting, breathing hard. He... He studied me? Lou, I think he created me. He is so similar, but he told me I was going to be more powerful than him. I don't know. I don't like it when I use my power. It scares me. Those powers are yours. They don't have to be the end of you. Will, will you teach me, like, how you use your powers? I can do the best I can, but I don't know how similar we are. Hmm. But I'm here, the whole step of the way. Lou, he's... He's trying to become something else. That's why he was going to take me with him. There, he was seeking his creator. He wanted to be like... One of those dragon creatures. What was he trying to become? He wants—he wants to be one of those. Oh, did he ever say a name? Oh, he—it started with a K. Carnas. I've heard that name before. That's not a good one. If he becomes that, do you think he will try to find me again? I won't let that happen. I'm scared, Lou. It's going to be fine. We're going to get far away from here. At that, I imagine you take her up in your arms as oh, yeah. Ezric has got the doors propped open and he's he actually says at this point, um, I don't mean to interrupt, but uh, we're not quite sure what remains in this keep. I know the notebook said that most of them had left, but I don't think we're ready to take on whatever remains. We should maybe get out of here. I'm fine with that. Let's go. You should probably get your uncle, right? I, I uh, break away from Nika and say, um, what, what was that? What'd you say? What's going on? And Nika's blushing and she kind of turns away to smile and she turns back and says, oh, right. Um, let's get your, uh, your uncle. Uh, yeah. Oh, Grunyar. The Grunyar yeah. man. He's, he's back in the cage. I, and she begins running back that way. As you guys come into the room, you just see this massacred body of this fiend <laughs> character, right? Like the top part of the cent- orcish centaur top half is nice. nearly nearly severed from the rest of its body where her axe cleaved into its side. You can see the bars bent as it had charged into them with its horns and then bent them apart and you could see where the bloody battle happened here between Nika and this fiend. Nice. I uh, I snap my fingers and cast shatter on the lock to green cell just to boom. Yeah, it's like okay. <laughs> just as Nika was reaching the body and oh here they are and like jingling <laughs> keys. <laughs> yeah, we need to go. <laughs> oh Oh, right. And like, like after the shatter, <laughs> Gunyar startles awake and he says, oh, oh, thank you. Thank you, Boyle. And he goes in 
toward Kowloon to give him a hug. Aye, Uncle Dunk. Let's get you out of here. Aye. Right? Where's Where's your sister? She'll She'll be on her way later. Let's Let's talk about that later. Uh, all right, all right. Everyone's safe, though, right? I don't answer him and just you know take his shoulder mm-hmm. and start walking down the tunnel. Once you make your way through the dwarven tunnels, you ascend the stairs to make it into the brewery. At this point, it is nearing dawn. Hardly anyone is out in the streets. Whatever commotion you caused under the earth doesn't seem to have disturbed anyone above the pavement. Hmm. You all somberly make your way back to No Holds Barred. Ezric, though, before you leave the brewery, says, Well, it was fun venturing with you all. I don't think I'm quite ready to see Abram in any form. But if you see him again, Kalun. Could you tell him? I'm still thinking about that shack at the top of the lagoon. No. Because <laughs> you can bloody well damn tell him yourself. Trust me. I just met my sister again for two days after not seeing her for more than five years. It just ain't the same getting a letter or a message. Go talk to him yourself. Roll me a persuasion with advantage. That was a natural 20. Oh! (laughs) He goes and wipes a tear from his eye. Oh, you certainly know how to talk to an old pirate and warm his heart again. All right. I will venture with you a bit longer. I'll meet you at no holds and uh, get stuff secured here for the journey to Penton. I'll see you there. And he closes the door, kind of waving to the rest of you as he locks up. Lou and Hallie, you all make your way to No Holds Barred with Kowloon and Grunyar. You're going to get freshened up. Hallie is going to rest. And Kowloon, you kind of get this moment with Grunyar. So after arguing a bit back and forth, Grunyar says, oh, I'm fine. I just need a drink in me. All right, fine. I'm done fighting today anyway. You get your way. He hobbles over to the parlor and sits down. He says, whiskey, neat. Uh, Colleen looks around, realizes he's the only other person in the room and is just like, all right, fine. <laughs> and goes make a, yeah, he just makes two whiskey neats because he didn't feel like doing anything else. This week has been bloody shite. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, well, Dunk, you need to know something. All right, let me take a first sip, though. Go for it. And he just downs the whole thing and puts it <laughs> and asks for, like, another. Colin ignores it. <laughs> yeah. He's already sitting down, and he is exhausted. Yeah. So, Berda went beyond this portal. I was told is the abyss. I do not know what this means, but Serenko appeared before me and told me how to get her back. I plan on doing so. Kali, 
And at this point, he's like reached over. There's like a small shelf, and he's grabbed a smaller bottle of whiskey <laughs> and popped it open. He pours another. He takes another sip. I don't think I would like to leave your side any longer. It ain't too safe for me out here. Any help you need getting Berda back, I'll be there by your side. Great. He takes a long draft. Uh, Kalun stands up and says, I'll be looking forward to your help, Uncle. And sets his still full glass down beside him and then walks to his room to take a nap. Yeah. Because he is exhausted. And... Nika is already in there, sitting at the edge of the bed as the, the door opens and shuts. And she gives you just a quiet smile and offers to Big Spoon <laughs> during your nap. Uh, Kaloon graciously accepts. And, just this and big, beefy orc arm over yeah. Kaloon's chest. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Well into the next day... Each of you slowly wake up, resting after this endeavor, and slowly make your way toward the ferry. There is that gangly guard who sees you walk past, <laughs> and he he's, like, shouting at you, Kaloon, like, Hey, you told me that that was an enemy ship. Turned out it was just some merchant. You get... And then, like, I imagine you're just ignoring and, and continuing to walk away. <laughs> yeah, or I, I look at him and say, I... I lied and intimidate him into shutting up. <laughs> Take advantage because you've had a shit day. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that's, I rolled a 16 and I'm. Yeah. yeah that's okay. more than enough for sure for this guy. <laughs> and he like shuts his mouth and he stamps his spear down and he, you can tell he's mad, but he's not going to say anything else. You all meet up with the fairy because leaving is not as dramatic as trying to smuggle in. You realize, yeah, this this town feels pretty empty of vipers. You never saw anyone fully with the out mm-hmm. outward appearance of viper mm-hmm. knights. So yeah, and I think he's kind of done with caring as well. Like he's just like, sure. please, somebody try to stop me. Right. But yeah, I think that was probably the reaction to that. Yes. Yeah, to that gangly guy is just like, oh uh, yeah, you want? Oh okay. <laughs> All right, if you're done. And so you make your way to the ferry, a halfling charters you back over and you meet up with Henry who greets each of you and slowly begins to realize that Berta is not there. It seems like there's some things to discuss. Berta's lost for now and we'll need to find her. In fact, that's what I'll be on my way doing. But there needs to be a temporary captain for her ship here. (sighs) And the crew is kind of standing around in the haze of this early afternoon. None of them really step forward. I can do it. I've seen Jacquard captain for years. Can you? All right. Crew, any objections? They um, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, they just remain silent, kind of scratch at their head. A few of them are a bit teary-eyed here and at the temporary loss of Berta. Yeah, I kind of, at this, I kind of get just a little bit angry, and I smack my hand on the side of the ship and say, no! She is not gone forever. You are a grown pirate. Carry on on your own. She'll be back, I promise. We'll stay far out of trouble. I just need a ship to take us to Kasana. The farthest we can get, the better. 
Let me know where you are if you don't mind. My sister will be needing her ship back when she's back. We'll be in the ports of Kasana. You can find us there. I don't plan on going anywhere else. All right. Well, let's get us all back to Penton, eh? Uh, kind of regroup there and come up with a game plan. And, uh, you, sir, believe you're Mr. Dune Canyon? Aye, that's correct. I need to go lay down, though. Had a rough go at it. Understood. Well, good work, Colleen. He just grunts and nods. And she scratches the back of her head, looks around and says, All right, go on. Listen to you, Captain. All right. We're heading north to Penton. Once there, we're going to drop off our friends, and then we're going to make head south. And the ship begins to sail the shallows on its way back to Penton. <laughs> 